Hello, hello. Man, I'm sorry. We in the midst of having uh, <laughs> animal difficulties. I oh, know. I feel it. Animals <clears throat> love to be complicated. Man, it's their first night outside in the kennel, so. Oh. And I having it. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they making the whole block go crazy. All the other neighborhood dogs. <laughs> no, ah, lay down. Hey, welcome and welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Conversations with your host, Plain Jane. Woot, woot. I got with me. Childish Scambino. And I have. Lo. Hey. And Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, hey, y'all. What's How up, what's doing? up? Good. How y'all doing? Good. Good, good. That's good. That's good. Dang, it's a pleasure to be here. I oh, appreciate it. It's a pleasure it. to have y'all. For definitely. Show. Sure. So, um, I figured I'd change up the topic because Anchor wanted to be stupid. I don't know. So, anyway. That was crazy. I don't know what happened. I was like, what's yeah. the audio? Oh. Yeah. We had a great 50, like, I think it was, what, 57 minutes or 50 yeah. hours? Yeah. It was great. So, are we thinking about keeping the same topic or switching it up so we just have, like, a free flow of a whole new idea? Yeah. Yep, it's going to be a different topic. Okay, cool. That part. So, we had did an episode already about boundaries, but I feel like you can't talk enough about boundaries. So. True. <laughs> But that'll be the topic for tonight. Okay. Okay. Part two. Part two. Okay. Are we smoking? Um, I don't really necessarily have a question. Okay, I got I don't a question know where to start. because you guys are in a relationship. You said that you are fiance, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Hmm. Are there certain boundaries that you allow yourselves to, mm, I'll say push uh, when you're meeting, like say the first time uh, your spouse met your friends, like what did you know, like, uh, you know, like this this, person is like, kind of like this. Yeah, like y'all don't, 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 don't talk to them too much because you know, they got to feel you out type thing. And then, like, vice versa, like, when you introduced her to your friends, you know, did you, like, were had, you, like... Had that same boundary. Yeah, did you have that same boundary, or was y'all, or... Because I know me, personally, when I get with my friends, I'm like, y'all, if I bring somebody new around, let them have it. Because if they can't hang with y'all, <laughs> they're not supposed to be here, type I, thing. Like, I feel that. that's my <laughs> me. If you can't yeah. hang with my friends, you can't get with it. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, and I feel that, yeah. So, with us, um... The good thing is that we never necessarily push our boundaries. We're always willing to discuss our boundaries and find where like where we may differ in our understanding of these boundaries, how we show up in making sure that we respect the boundaries. Um, you know, some some things are uh, compromisable. So you don't have to always be like, no, this is my boundary, this is that. Like some things are like, you know, I could probably adjust this a little bit. So we also have yeah. those moments too. Um, when it comes to our friends... Yeah, when it came to our friends, I feel like we both came into the space of, like, well, with my friends, they already knew what time it was. I feel like when I when I brought uh, a woman around, they knew it was on some serious. So yeah. they, they, they already, like, 
respected the fact that I was bringing her around, but okay. I just allowed her, I just allowed her to be who she was because I already knew that they was going to appreciate the woman she is and what she brings to our friend group. Like, and if, like you said, like if she can't hang like with the type of things that we say, the conversations we have, or like knowing how we play around and joking, kid and like just feel the vibe, like I knew that that would like kind of like raise some flags if necessary, yeah. but it never did. And then vice versa, when I was around yeah, her with friends, our friends, yeah, yeah, like she just let me like you know play the field <laughs> and see, like see what her, how her friends were, who they were, um, and and we just kind of like fill each other's energy out. Yeah. <laughs> Get down, guys. Get down. Oh, okay. Good real good hit <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man that's probably gonna be the one to do it <laughs> and coffee makes well, you higher that's the yeah, crazy thing the yeah. fucked up part is I was continuous like I was still letting air out <laughs> smoke out <laughs> as I was exhaling from my cough like ah uh, that's uh, oh, man. It took off for a minute it caught you with a but, inhale yeah. <laughs> choked me up real quick uh, okay, so I mean, since we're on the topic of friends and everything, uh, what are some boundaries that you hold your friends to? Or not, I guess it, boundary wouldn't be the right word. I guess, uh, uh, what the I hell? think boundary is a perfect word, actually. <laughs> okay. But, but, yeah, for the sake of saying on topic, boundary, you know, like, my friends, it's only certain people that will get that quote unquote childhood side of me. And so when I say that, when I get around my friends, I'm always bitch, 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 bitch. Like bitch can mean a hundred different things. But if I'm outside of my friend groups, bitch will never leave my mouth. You feel me? Like that's a completely derogatory and horrible term. But for some reason it never pops into my head when I'm talking to my, yeah. And it's like they're the girliest girls. And so it's just, I don't, it, it just take me aback sometimes. Like, dang, you really just be up here calling bitches bitches. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I guess a boundary for me that I found out as I got older, I wasn't allowed to have other friends. My best friend wouldn't allow me to have other oh. friends. They wouldn't allow me to bring new people around. <laughs> like, they were completely rude. They were definitely on some, who the fuck is this? Mm, and you thought it was okay to bring them like like <laughs> while they're there type thing. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh yeah, that is interesting. Oh man. Yeah, that and I, I think that there are a lot of people that for unfortunately use their friendships as like possession and control. And I think that's the unfortunate part because we see oftentimes that like people who don't have a lot of friends they hold their closest person to them like by a leash almost and that's kind of how that that seems oh oh there we go what's up with it we back i don't know what happened i was talking then y'all left and i was like oop man uh, literally same thing yeah know. okay i got you i got it you. didn't even tell us to wait it just told us to disconnect and save it oh, oh. damn that's crazy there was no reconnecting on that one <laughs> so hopefully it really did save and it's not just lying it's okay bruh <laughs> right so, right to my bad go ahead go ahead no 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 so going back to what we were talking about like with friends like sometimes our friends like sometimes friends that don't have many other friends or are possessive they hold their closest friend like by a leash almost 
And so I think with boundaries, I think setting friendship boundaries are almost the hardest things to do for people because our friends, like we want to give them like this unconditional love without there being any type of like romantic, anything involved. But sometimes we don't know how to set the boundary of, well, although we're friends, can you not do this? Can you not say this? Or like, can you remove this from my space? Or can we agree or disagree to not do this? Like, and, and I think even with best yeah. friends, you want to make sure, uh, mm-hmm. like, not even, like, not all the times, but a lot of best friends tend to um, want to, like, have this notion of having uh, um, unlimited amount of access to you when it's yeah. your best friend. And so it's like, you don't ever want to say no when it's unnecessary. So you tend to, like, do things that may, like, when you look back on it, it's like, man, why why did I allow that? Or why did I accept that? Yeah. But it's just out of love, you know, and, yeah. and it's not and it's yeah. not like the other person, your best friend is trying to like prevent you from receiving mm-hmm. love from others. But sometimes like Lauren was saying, I guess people just don't know how to allow that, like somebody that they love to receive that from <laughs> some other yeah. source other it's than that. Right. My thing, because like I said, you, I don't know if y'all ever saw me or nothing, but I'm like about, about a high sound. I know y'all probably can put a face to my, anyway, so <laughs> all my friends like friends are super girls, so Chrissy and everything uh-huh. like that. And so for uh, a person that can fall in love with a personality very easily, it was a boundary that I had to draw with myself. Like, okay, are you being like platonic towards her or mm-hmm. are you trying to mm-hmm. uh, charm her? Like, mm-hmm. right. I didn't even realize how charismatic I was until my best friend told me that wow. I think I was telling her I was feeling a girl and da da da, da. and she was, like she just basically told me like go for it you can get her mm-hmm. and I was like bitch <laughs> like you crazy like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I, I didn't have that confidence mm-hmm. and so she ended up you know basically just telling me like do you know how charismatic you are like mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. literally da 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 and I'm just like I, I never really thought about it like that and so okay when I said that when I have to take that to, uh, time back to set that boundary, you know, like to really kind of check myself to see how I felt about my best friend. Um, <laughs> it was just kind of like, yeah, nah. Like, I definitely can't see you out my life. You feel me? But yeah. I didn't see you in relationships and baby, <laughs> that's not me. Like, I you know, so once I saw that and saw that, now was that on that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. I can say though, for me that well, on my on the mm. on my note of a boundary that I've had with my friend, I can speak on this uh, day specifically. I remember in college, mm. like we were all cool. Everybody in our friend group, we were cool. I had the car, so we had boxed in my car. Mm. That was the thing. Cool, right? <laughs> I don't know. It was something about Dej that I just it just attracted me to her, like. On a, I like you. Yeah, <laughs> on a note that, not just on a friend note. So I, you it wasn't know, okay, it was but okay. I don't know for some reason because I felt that I was going to be around her all the time. <laughs> you had to let me know. I had to let her know that <laughs> yeah. I felt that way about her. Absolutely. Mm. Regardless of how she felt back, I wasn't expecting her to, you know, be like, oh yeah, I like you back or anything. Like I just yeah. literally had to let her know how I felt about her. Sometimes you might feel like I'm flirting with you. I am. Okay, I might. <laughs> it might come off that way, but. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, you know, type shit. And she's yeah. like, okay, you know, that's cool. I don't necessarily like girls for real and that's not my thing, but, 
you know, I do appreciate you telling me that. And da 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 And from there, I just respected that boundary. And that was just that. But also, like she was saying, though, baby was saying, if I came off a little flirty, <laughs> it came off a little flirty. That's so good. But right. also, because I let her know that already ahead of time, she kind of, you know, like, respected my boundary on it. You feel me? Had I pushed it, she probably would have been like, all right, I'm going to need you to chill a little bit. But, like, I never pushed it because I respected her boundary. But also, she understood my boundary and how I felt about her. So, she was, like, a little tolerant of it. <laughs> I yeah, guess. yeah. And I feel it sound like she handled it in a mature way. I mean, like, because I honestly don't think a lot of women are or girls are mature enough to to hear that and then stick around and want to re- maintain a friendship. Absolutely. It's like, Absolutely. It's just, especially with straight women, it's just unfortunate. But um, yeah, I think that it's hard. It's, it's rare to find women like that. So that's a beautiful thing that she could accept that and, and say, well, you know, it's not reciprocated, but that doesn't take away from, you know, like the respect Absolutely. that I have from you on a friend level. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like that kind of blew my mind. I was like, right. what? It's people out here that's, that's just mm-hmm. cool as hell. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, and that's real. And like as a as a like as a lesbian woman, like the, the boundaries that we even have to set when it comes to who we're attracted to be important because when we be, when we get attracted to women that are also not lesbian, there's some boundaries mm-hmm. we have to set within ourselves where it's like, okay, well if you know they're not doing the same exact things that you're doing or they're not you know what exactly what you want why go after them mm-hmm. so you know those, those type of boundaries too when it comes to romantic partners is important Most definitely. and you know I'm just sitting here thinking because I'm listening to her talk and everything I don't know if I've ever been with a strictly lesbian woman wow oh really wow I've always been with either like, if I talk to them on that type of level, they was always, like, straight, but we, you know, da-da-da-da-da. But, <laughs> or if they did like women, they were bisexual. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, I don't think I've ever been with a lesbian Been with a lesbian woman, yeah. I was and like, can I, can I ask? Is that you, part of my do you present? Do you present masculine or, like, a stud or stem? Me? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I'm definitely, uh, I use they, them pronouns. Uh, okay okay you know and i definitely come off as masculine (laughs) i've been called sir multiple times a day to my face got you friday so i got you you feel me yeah and i think that's also the thing too i feel like the lesbian women that are more masculine presenting have almost a different experience than the lesbian women that are feminine like i'm a i'm a feminine woman a feminine lesbian and so for studs, it's like they have a completely different experience because people are almost trying to make them men and replace them, but mm-hmm. with a vagina, essentially. Yeah. And so they get this, right. And so bisexual and straight women go for them so often because they're like, if you were a man, da 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 da. And it's like, mm-hmm. but that's not how you should go about that. So again, those boundaries, like, what are these women actually looking for out of you and why? Like, yeah. Yeah. And so, yes. And that's, I mean, going back to, like, boundaries and how, like, I feel and stuff, I'll definitely take on the the masculine role. I mean, that's obviously unsaid. Like, I, I mean, it's just yeah, kinda, inferred. Like, yeah, right. And so I find myself, I, like, I literally get mad at her if I see her. I came around the corner today and you was just putting the garbage bag in the and, trash yeah. can. And I thought she was taking the trash out. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just, so, I, I, I that uh i definitely get where you come from um as far as the whole 
uh, women trying to turn studs into men. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is also studs n- not really knowing themselves. Like, yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah. Because as a, as a feminine woman, not even just feminine, but as a woman in their body. Yeah, it's, exactly. So I've met genuine studs that are. You know, everything that you would depict as a thud, like, mm-hmm. but will definitely, like, definitely cut up on you if you call her a him. Mm-hmm. You feel right. me? And so, like, they, they're that type. But then you got the people like me who consider that they're, they're themselves such a stud, mm-hmm. you feel me? But wanted to be a man, but mm-hmm. didn't know that like trans was a thing and right. like, I just didn't know all of that mm-hmm. I just right. I wasn't a stud I felt like more of a man than the studs okay. but mm-hmm. I wasn't I, I knew that I had the ability to give birth and I wanted to explore that right. so like I didn't completely shut that down either mm-hmm. but I know who I like I know how I look to other people Yeah. Mm-hmm. so you can definitely be like hey bro <laughs> and I'm definitely gonna turn around like huh like, right, I'm, right. And of course, people don't know how to accept the fact that it's okay to be trans. And if you're if you're a woman, a biological woman, and you are trans turning into a man, like, and you still want to experience birth, that is perfectly okay. And for some reason, people can't wrap their head around the fact man. that it's okay to experience both. It's like, oh, how about I just got a blessing? <laughs> you know? Right, right. Like, you get to live two lives, essentially, and it's... And I don't think that I don't think that being a woman or being a man should be so gatekeeps to the point where we aren't accepting trans folks into, you know, and that's my boundary. I'm like, we shouldn't be trying to use like being a woman or being a biological male to shame trans folks for wanting to live the life that they they deserve. Yeah, because just like y'all, like, you know, the people that are straight and got their desired bodies, you feel me? I didn't I didn't have no choice in my sexuality. I didn't have no choice in who I, my, who my, what my body was attracted to and what my mind was attracted to. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, but at that same token, I know what body I have. You feel me? Right. And I, I say it all the time. If I was a man, you would have been probably had about two kids, three kids, like <laughs> right. had some illegitimate kids. Like I like I, I and so I think it's like I joke about it and say it's God's little joke that make me a woman because I'm such a man. And so. <laughs> I, I really try to, uh, I guess, to try to get back on topic, <laughs> set that boundary for myself. Right. Okay. Uh, when you feeling a little more feminine, are you feeling feminine, or is your man and you just a little gay? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, just, I just really be having to really ask myself that. Like, I love the way you put that. <laughs> really though, because sometimes I'm, I feel like. For myself, I'm a little extra girly, and that extra girliness is a gay boy that just likes dresses. <laughs> that you know, like that yeah. likes that extra bouginess. Like I don't know. Yeah, like, I yeah. feel it. It's a gay boy that got lucky. In <laughs> yes, like I'm happy here. Yeah, yeah. Happy. look, I'm the dumb down <laughs> champion of the world. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Boundaries. Uh, animals. I got, <laughs> okay, yeah. I got oh two. boy. I got two. Two boundaries. Yep. Okay. One. 
do not bring this nigga up to me. I don't care what it look like. I don't care if it's see through. No type of road. No type of road neither. Look, look, you. I'm, I'm okay with mice. I'm okay with rats. I'm okay with. I don't. I mean, as long as they ain't scurrying across my floor, and I ain't never seen anything. <laughs> Well, the mice. I did see the mice. We was living in the apartment, yeah, that's, and that's why I got that cat. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> but uh, damn, what the fuck was I talking about? Snakes. You said. Don't okay. Yeah. Don't them. bring me a snake. I don't care how cool it is. I don't care if it's walking and talking. I don't care. <laughs> don't bring me no snake. Yeah. The second one is don't point on the centipede. Don't. Oof. Don't. Don't. Just don't. Point <laughs> on the biggest spider you ever seen in your life. Don't I'll do step on it if you want me to. Don't do like, that. I do anything to any other bug, but a, a mud. I got caught in the bathroom naked and sick before I got into the shower with a big ass centipede that crawled out of my towel on the sink. Oh my god! And then you just left me because I thought yeah. it was a spider. <laughs> she she <laughs> screamed and ran away. I thought it was a big ass Really? I'm Jesus. dead. Because the way that it came over the towel, I only saw the two big ass antennas. So I'm thinking this guy, it got six more legs. And I'm like, oh. No, I tried 98. <laughs> Dog. And then I saw it. I'm like, oh, I'm not really scared of centipedes. So I'm like, I can't. What? It. I, but yeah, no, because I just. I don't know what's wrong with her. Look. So, Oh, so no. I was just like, I'd kill it, but then I saw how big that bitch was. I was like, oh, no. Nah, you I, did I, it multiple times to me. So do you just put yourself in my predicament? Like, <laughs> you standing here literally ass out, and your biggest fear just crawled over what you was wrapping your body in. Oh, gosh. And your spouse I, just screamed and ran. Terrifying. That baby laughed the hardest because, like, I couldn't believe it. It was Jordan leaving me in the house on fire all over again. What was was fucked up for me in that whole scenario was that I brought her to town. Okay. You set me up. I carried this motherfucker into the bathroom. That's crazy. You transport. Right. It took a free Uber ride on your ass. It really did. Oh my goodness! Like, it's dog, just, it's reliving it. That's all. <laughs> right, I was like re-traumatizing re- myself right now. Man, I wanted to scream so loud, so I don't even I don't think know I, what did. I done. No, I did scream. We, we all I was both screaming. Like, ah, we both screaming. I was in the kitchen screaming. Dog, I don't know what to do. Don't do centipede. Centipede, centipede is too much. We didn't kill it, by the way. Oh yeah, that motherfucker. Oh, what? Oh god, that centipede is centipede. Okay. Oh my god. The only way I'm able to sleep at night is I get comfort in feeling like maybe it crawled into the dog's room and Cookie got that nigga. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> or Romeo, because Romeo like to mess you with bugs. You bet not. He like messing with bugs. Too. Oh, you bet not. You, you might not be my son, boy. But my boundaries with <laughs> animals, I feel like cold? more so comes on a cat note. Oh, okay. Like, okay, so this, well, not disclaimer, but I remember seeing this post kind of recently, and it was like, people who don't like cats are just controlling and something, 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 but just kind of, yeah, and so it made me really think, like, do I really not like cats because I can't tell it what to do? 
Yes, go lay down. Go. Go lay down. We listen. <laughs> Sorry, we're listening. Our dog. Are you there? It's interesting that you say that because I, I dislike cats and I think that, that that is something that I probably have a huge diff, uh, problem with because like they can jump on tables and kitchen counters and like yeah, stuff like that and it's going to require an extra amount of cleaning that I don't even know if I'm willing to do. <laughs> you know? Like, or worry about but yeah, yeah that's it's just an extra that's just extra extra responsibility yeah then a dog you can you can't you can't stop them from jumping up on a, a mantle like but dogs they can't even reach that like you know well my dogs I don't know. Like <laughs> some cats got hops that they can reject. Like, Look, my dogs oh. got hops and they just oh goodness, <laughs> as it is. Oh, oh wow, boy. puppy is getting the puppy oh, is bigger goodness. than your puppy now. Oh, oh man, just got... <laughs> yeah, so, he was what four, four months old. Yeah, him big, him a big boy. So, he not even. I mean, like, but cats also. I don't know. They just. I don't know. Me, they got a boundary. I. Mm, I don't mess with cats and they boundaries. They and definitely have their own. That's just, I don't know. Yeah. That's just their thing. Like, I, whatever their boundary is, I just, I don't fuck with it. They come when up it, to you like you. They, right. Pet me. Yeah. When Love you me. come to me, me, that's when I Love mess me. with you. Other than Love that, me. I keep my eyes on cats okay, all the time. Because <laughs> they're very unpredictable. The cat might not just yeah. fuck me, and it might just pounce on me. Like, what? No. Don't, I can't. But, no. Okay, so when you, <laughs> you look at animals, this is a serious question. Do you ever, like, look them in their face, like, in their eyes? Yeah. <laughs> yes, and that's my problem, because they feel terrible. <laughs> no. And that's not my fault. Animals are sweet, though. That's when you look, I don't know, like, I don't, you know how scared you're like, yeah, no, you and can, so you connect with that animal, like, yeah, I they, do, they look and maybe, yeah. that, maybe that's what it is that I don't, it's just <laughs> uncomfortable that I connect with every cat that I look at. I don't, oh, maybe that's what it is on that. I don't, I don't, I'm good. then just accept it <laughs> now because that I know. Real, yeah. I just be chilling, the animals come up to me, strays, yeah. yeah. I hold told two stray dogs, two pit bulls that got out. Or, that uh, yeah, was just like running around the corner. They wasn't doing nothing. They, they was just out and they started barking. And then I was about to get back in the car because I got scared. But then I was just like, nah. I got out and I was like, go home. And they stopped and looked at her. And I was like, go home. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, you know, they both turned around and went right, okay. walked right the fuck back around the corner where they came from. And hell. No. Yeah. Like, yeah, connecting with people, animals is something that like is, is really deep. Yeah, yeah like we have demand yes. over animals. Yes. Like, it's not mm-hmm. a coincidence. How you think Noah was able to get all them animals in? <laughs> right. We were just Bad. talking about that story today. All he did was say how that aligned together because me and my fiance were just talking about that story today. We were like, yeah. Noah definitely had a savior <laughs> complex because now he thought to build a whole boat to save people and all the animals. Yeah. Like, <laughs> bruh. yes, bruh. And still, still wanted people to get on the stand. Uh, uh, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. he definitely had a savior complex. <laughs> Man. But no, I feel seen, that. Was Evan Almighty? It's the. Yes, the yes. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. That was, that was a really good one. We got off topic. All right. So I think my, so I don't, so for me with animals and boundaries, I think my thing is that I don't have a boundary with animals because I actually like to, besides, besides with, I mean, of course, like most black people don't let an animal lick them in the mouth. So I feel like that went without being said. Of course that boundary exists. 
love. Um, with all okay, animals. we know but we know somebody. We, I know one. We, we, we all know somebody. Yeah. Black? I ain't yes, I promise. Oh, they man. took it to another level. Oh golly, I promise. Of course, and of course, yeah. there are people just out there in general that exist and do that. Yeah. But that is a boundary that goes without being said with me. I don't yeah. do that. Uh, and so for me, outside of that, I feel like I don't have any boundaries because I actually like to really like to coexist with animals and figure out like the psych- like psychology behind animals, huh. and figure yes. out how they yes. understand the world and how how our human behavior affects them. Yeah, and because I like to like be in their habitat, how they exist and how we can learn to exist better with them as opposed to them adapting to us. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I have very relaxed rules when it comes to, like, our dog, for example, as opposed to my fiancé has very strict rules with him. <laughs> so it, it's so funny because he'll always come to me when he knows that he wants to get something, like, more lenient uh-huh. as opposed to her. Yeah. And it's hilarious because he knows that stuff, but he sees he sees how different we are and he plays to that. Yeah. And it's hilarious that animals are just so smart, but that's a boundary. For me, it's a no boundary because I'm like, animals are trying to teach us something, I feel like. Yeah. Most definitely. Oh, yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know I got ADHD, right? Mm-hmm. I was listening to I promise, but over here, I was thinking like, what if I'm like just genderless? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're non-binary. It's not what? That's a thing. Damn, I thought I was being yeah, yeah non-binary. non-binary. <laughs> There's a thing for everything. Okay, now. good old millennials. Non-binary. I love that, and I'm glad that you probably just your spirit probably just let you know that right now in the conversation. Yeah. And that's it was meant to happen. So I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course, meditate on that. Think about that some more, but I love where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful if you decide that's what you, you know, consider yourself and if that's what you feel fits to you. Right, let yourself be free from the labels of woman and man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate I that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do wish I had a penis, but you know, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other story right there. Well, the real tea is that men's penises are just enlarged clits. So we are the standard. We are. We are. So we look, all I gotta do is take some testosterone. Exactly. Look, testosterone. <laughs> all I gotta do is take some tea, and then mm-hmm. hit the gym. But <laughs> I wouldn't even recognize me. Hold on. Okay, and then I, if I you decide to want to do like any surgeries, then boom. I it's all, it's all a journey. And I already told myself that I would get it, but if if I did get it, it would be after I have my firstborn. Love because that. Yes. I want to so. Yes. <laughs> Romeo, we all right. <laughs> we, good. we good. I promise. We good. We good. Okay. Thank you. Good boy. They fighting over there. We good. Yeah. He knows what his name is. Not him going back to sleep. Okay. He said, all right, cool. <laughs> um, but what are some boundaries that you have for yourself? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think that's a great one because we don't often think about what boundaries we, we need to have for ourselves for sure. Mm-hmm. For me, my boundary is um, ever letting people downplay my worth in any way. So that's for sure my boundary. Like, I won't do things for free. I don't um, like to be in spaces just for clout and exposure that I feel like aren't good for me. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'm working. I don't with like you. to. I don't like to align with folks who I who I can already sense some really weird energy from or vibes from. Mm-hmm. But like, I just have a very like. My boundaries are much stronger now than I feel like they ever used to be. But yeah, those are some of my like just self boundaries is to never let anybody downplay my worth in any way. What about you, babe? Um, I would say some personal boundaries for sure. Like just on a, I guess on a physical plane, it's just like not overspending, um, okay. not buying, not buying shit when I'm sad or like trying to consume or feel the need to consume. Yeah. Because when I get on social media, that's what I feel like is like projected and marketed to us. But then I have mm-hmm. to re- return and myself and like remind myself I don't need any of that shit. So. A few of my boundaries lately I've been trying to do is to make sure I don't get back in the mindset of this rat race mentality and capitalistic society of being in this like cycle of working ourselves to death to where it's just like we just working, working, working just to have some money just so we can buy this unnecessary shit that really doesn't have any value. But we have all agreed to the fact that all this shit means something if I if I buy that. (laughs) Or this this means something. So it's just like I have to. I think that's a, a, a boundary that I've set recently that I've been trying to work on, like make it even stronger because it's just like unnecessary, and I feel like it makes us disconnected, and like it's removing so many things that we're supposed to be experiencing in this life. I think so. Yeah. Um, that's a boundary, and then definitely keeping the right company is another boundary I have with the people that I. Uh, you know, letting my space, especially somewhere the, that I live or whatever. Mm. Um, and then I, I oh, for for sure, race <laughs> race is a boundary with me. Like I don't. Okay. Like, some people try to disconnect from the fact that like not seeing color, and they know that it's so much yeah. more to life than that. But I also, but they also have to not forget what skin they are currently in. Like yeah. okay. that's that's just what it is. Like and if and if one person or one race or ethnicity is getting mistreated, my boundary is, and, and if I hear some BS on it, I'm, I'm gonna call it out. I'm not just letting that Seriously. shit slide. Yeah. Like, we're not doing it. <clears throat> so I think that's that's one of my biggest boundaries, actually. So being a black woman and being gay. So it's like knowing that this is a country that's run by predominantly straight white men. Mm-hmm. I know how dangerous it is for us to be who we are, especially women mm-hmm. like us, to our stature and considering like our differences in our sexuality mm-hmm. like those are boundaries we all got to be concerned about yes most definitely we're gonna have it hard most definitely yeah yeah <laughs> for, <laughs> for sure mm-hmm. um, what about y'all okay right because i'm sitting here trying to think but i'm also trying to listen at the same time mm-hmm. yeah take y'all time if y'all need to Thinking about it, I was trying to think about it too when Laura was talking, so I feel it. I was trying to think about it. I think boundaries just run deep, so it's something that we can talk about. Like here we are, part two of boundaries, because y'all said y'all already talked about it. Boundaries is something that can be talked about thoroughly. You just learn more and more about what you need as boundaries. Definitely. Um, I would say, I think I said this last episode, or you know, last time too. Uh, I don't have many physical boundaries as far as like being out and about with people Mm -hmm. uh don't touch my hair okay that's a boundary okay Uh, the same one but i'm a very open book i i I grew up i went to summer camp every year from the age of seven up until like maybe 19 okay uh and it was a predominantly white camp Mm -hmm. it was a christian camp so when i was probably 
more than likely maybe like one of three black kids there out of the summer. Yeah. Oh. So I grew up with a lot of black or white kids. White kids. Um, and yeah. they were some of the greatest people that I knew. You feel know I me? Mean? Like I, that was before I knew, uh, before I guess my eyes was opened or whatever. <laughs> but mm-hmm. when I found that shit out, I was really conflicted because mm-hmm. the white people that I knew didn't demonstrate none of the stuff that the, y'all telling me that these white people are doing. Wow. So, yeah, it kind of, you know. Still you for a loop. Exactly. It kind of. That is interesting. Right? As fuck, right? Huh. So, Do you mind, what state were you, were you right? What what state was that? I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm curious. Born you know. in Detroit, Michigan, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. But the camp was in uh, Nuego, Nuego, Michigan. Oh. And that's near Grand Rapids. So. Got you, got you, yeah. So. That's interesting, yeah. Well, that's beautiful. I'm glad that that was your experience personally. Like, you know, I wish it was more experiences. I, I wish that, like, because all black folks are unfortunate. That's literally to this day still my like favorite place in the like <laughs> just today. So I mean, but what I was okay. So <laughs> to get back on track though, the boundaries that I have for like other people to just come and ask me questions. I like I don't have any like you'll be surprised at how many white people have been so comfortable to be like, can I ask you a personal question? <laughs> and I'm oh like my ah, God. I already know where it's about to go. I chuckle to myself and I'll be like, yeah, what's up? What's up? What you wanna know? What you wanna know? And I think the one time in particular I'm thinking of is when we were in, uh, living in Indiana mm-hmm. and I was working for a company doing traffic management and stuff like that. And my partner, she was uh, she was like, is it true that you guys don't use lotion? Oh my gosh. What? No, what? And I was like. Wait, what? <laughs> you mean y'all? Okay, bruh, okay. bruh. Like, but the- Oh, it blew my mind. I'm like, what you mean so, we don't use lotion? So there's a- but see, okay, so look, I said that first part to put put y'all here. Interesting. I don't use lotion. So mm. that was probably not the right question to ask me as a black person. <laughs> because I was like, mm, I don't know about other black people, but I don't use lotion when it's cold. <laughs> you know, like... Okay, mm-hmm. we'll see that. Okay, I, I can see. That's what I was about to say. I can understand the question a little bit because when I think about it, I only use lotion at certain times of the year. I use shea butter or like coconut, yeah. like diluted coconut oil throughout the rest of the year just to like kind of yeah. keep my right. skin moisturized. But yeah, yeah that's interesting. <laughs> I've been asked some off the wall questions. Uh, I've been asked... Well, okay, I'm not even gonna say that it's been all them because I've said some off the wall shit too. I remember oh, yeah. like, as part of camp, we uh, like the first day everybody had to get uh, uh, lights checks, mm-hmm. and me living and growing up with my grandma, she yes. always told me that we but were different yeah. type mm-hmm. thing. You don't yeah. need sunscreen. You don't need da 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 da. You know. Right. So when I got to camp and they was like, "Yeah, we need to check you for lights," I'm like, "No, you don't." Okay, I don't got no, lights. No, you don't. <laughs> Exactly. That's probably exactly what I said. I was like, uh no, I'm black. Black people don't get lice. And yeah, yeah. Just me being a little black kid with all these white counselors. Yeah, it's kind of like, they don't know that. You know that. You yeah. know. have no idea. No idea. <laughs> so 
every time our school had lice outbreaks, I was like, mm, nope, not going to that check because okay. I, 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 that, that has nothing to do with y'all me. Even changing y'all gloves, right? <laughs> I don't even understand. Yeah. Catch it. Yeah, okay. Right. So it's, I, I, I never had to either now I think about it. You'd be switching hats with another. Anyway, that's just. Literally. I, that's another conversation for you. You know? Like, uh. We're going back to stereotypes. Like, let me find out. Let me find <laughs> out. <laughs> that might tie into that. Okay. <laughs> so I guess it's an. Uh, I mean, because I have met one. I have, I've met a black person that hung around a lot of white people and did get lice. I was shocked. I was like, you're the first and only, and I've never met another person outside of that person that had ever gotten lice. I was like, you're the only black person I know that has gotten lice before. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You see, Crazy. and that's what I told her. I was like, you yeah, know, nah, we don't really get lice, but black people get ringworm. You know, yes, we, do. we get I had it then we'll get lice or yeah. shit. I ain't never heard of a black person getting the tick, to be honest with you. Right. Like, so I, I actually it. said something about that like a couple months ago. I was like, so all these tick stories, I've never seen it be a black person. So let Bruh. me find out. <laughs> I knew I couldn't have been the only one that felt No, I... They, well, they because I go, we go hiking, and so where we hike at have ticks a lot, of them, and like in our in the hiking groups we're in, they talk about like being careful with ticks and having your tick repellent. That's crazy. And every time we go, we're like, what are we talking about? Okay, yeah. So I, it's, I feel like there's literally some shit that we're just like immune to, which is like yeah. cool. And like, there's some stuff that they don't want us to know. Yeah. So the thing, yeah, that's look, a, we about to get back whole, into that's a different conspiracies episode. part two. We about to okay. get okay. stereotypes okay. part two. Okay. Right now. Mm-hmm. Mark this like, down. I feel <laughs> like maybe like majority of my boundaries. Uh are toward white people. Uh-huh. I can yeah. say for you, um, for sure. <laughs> like, literally all of my no, don't do this are geared towards them. Like, I don't, I don't know. And black people, I don't know. And it's probably just the way I was raised and how I grew right. up. Mm-hmm. Black people, that was all that I seen. And whenever I saw a white person, it was all snooty duty. So, mm. <laughs> I'm about to do. Mm-mm. So, mm. right. It's kind of, the energy that I, I don't give it and I don't put it off. Like I don't come off nasty and just right. Make, right. you know, like I'm not of like course. that. Like right. One of what I know I remember being in at Eastern and uh, I think I was on the elevator or something. And a white girl, she was like, I love your hair. <laughs> like the hairstyle. Cause I had some I had just was doing some dumb shit to my hair really. Okay. <laughs> I was just braid I had braided the back down and I had my head the top half like in a bun or something like that. It was just, yeah, something like that. But I remember I had just went natural. I had just dyed my hair kind of like this cinnamony, honeyish blonde. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I don't, it was like it was a different color. So it looked different. <laughs> I get it. But like my inner self was like, yeah, I know you like it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> like I don't know. My boundaries is just and like see, no. But that's the that's the type of white people you experience. The type of white people I experienced were the type that that would say like they would speak out loud. I love your hair. Oh my god, I wish I could do that with mine. Yeah, my hair is so flat, man. My hair is so lifeless. I hate it. Like they would really dog themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like, those interactions I don't really like because <laughs> I'm just like, well, 
why do you even feel the need to be talking down to yourself, talking yeah, down about you know, yourself? That don't make me feel better. To compare yourself to me. Right. To me, that shows that in some way you're like, you know, girl, you look better than me. Or, right, girl, I look up to you. Right, you I look up to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. But, but I don't, those conversations are weird because I think like in some ways white people idolize some of the things that we can pull off that they can't and it's like yeah but y'all try to and y'all try to make money off of it and then call yeah. us like, like we eat, no like that's just <laughs> dramatic and yeah so my boundaries my boundaries for sure and that's another boundary for me with white people that want to try to tokenize or idolize black culture to our face but behind our back is ghetto or we're seen as some type some 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 of the average stereotypes of you know having less than or being flashy and being all about money or just being in low income or poverty or whatever the case may be any stereotypes that they have about us I feel like every time they idolize or token tokenize us, that's what happens. Yeah, like you can't you can't feel like oh you gonna talk to me if you met me at the bar, but at, if I came to the job interview presentable, you still wouldn't hire me. Like don't okay. don't do that to me. Don't do me because like my that. name has a an apostrophe or it has yeah. a yeah. or an uh huh uh huh like right simple simple difference in spelling like oh your name is not spelled with this. This is how it's commonly spelled. So I'm gonna spell it wrong. <laughs> you know, like, like don't ugh, look. Ugh. I was very blessed to only. I first of all, my name is gender neutral already. Plus, okay. is it can be multiracial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like is mm-hmm. like it's, so. It's, honestly, it's, if I was to just not fill out the uh, male, female, black, mm-hmm. white thing like that, yeah. literally they wouldn't know who they were about to who Hi, was yeah. about to walk into yep. their door. Yep. I and always so, do that. Yeah, I, I was always thankful. For that, you yeah, know what I mean? But yeah. exactly. And <laughs> but, once I got with a person that didn't have that, didn't ha- have that simplicity of their name, mm-hmm. of just their name, yo, mm-hmm. only basic human rights that you're born with. <laughs> you feel me? Like mm-hmm. yeah. so, when when I saw that that was a thing for y'all, like that 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 alone should be a boundary. Like when we saw that post on Facebook, and it was like you with the long name or something like that mm-hmm. like correct them every single time says yeah. every single time and it was like yeah no i felt that for sure yeah. even though i don't have a long ass name but like yeah that people. should be your i mean i can't tell people yeah, should but like, be. yeah right but that would be a boundary of mine yeah. like yeah. if for some reason you couldn't pronounce taylor like i'm actually i corrected my my grandmother <laughs> like she always called me taylor I hated it, like, uh, like Taylor, she, like, like a suit Taylor, yeah, yeah, like, uh, what are you, what are you saying? That's not my so I really had to like go off one day, like, Mimi, it's Taylor, 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 like, <laughs> bruh, I was so mad, but so I guess that's another that that would be another boundary. Mm-hmm. Um, I said that last time is once I don't think you're gonna get it no more i mentally check out Mm -hmm. and i try to make that a good thing more so than a bad thing Mm -hmm. just because i'm always respectful you feel me i'm never gonna just walk away from (laughs) from motherfucking talking yeah but i definitely just be like okay yeah no i get you bro yeah yeah. and then try to change the subject you know like Mm -hmm. uh that's one thing that i i 
yes, I'm really trying to hold myself to still is uh, mm-hmm. having that boundary for myself of no. knowing my own intellectualism mm-hmm. is yeah. not is it's okay to be better like mm-hmm. that there that I don't know I don't know how to say it without sounding like an asshole. <laughs> But it's okay that your intellectualism ex- exceeds other people. Yeah. 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 The person that you're talking to may not. It, it, unless it's a person that I care about. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, nah, we're going to get this. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, and that's something that you brought to my attention. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. nah, when you want somebody to get it, you turn into a bully. <laughs> like, and I really mm-hmm. have to take a step back. Like, yeah, no, you're right. I do definitely scream at you until you get it. I'm definitely the, it's two plus two equals four. <laughs> I'm definitely that parent. So I'm trying to check myself on that. You know, just mm-hmm. trying to, that's still tying in with, okay, they, they're they not there yet. But help them get help there. Them get because that. you yeah. love them. Yeah. 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 Right, right. So with that, I want to ask, like, do you think that any of your boundaries that you, any of your personal boundaries that you set, like, and this is kind of for all of us, like any personal boundaries that you've set, do you think they've ever affected or like called you to remove yourself from a certain type of person or relationship just because they weren't respecting that boundary? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And honestly, more recent than any time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel that. Yeah, the older you get. Yeah, f- yeah, true. The older you get, the more your boundaries become clear. You're like, you know what? No, this friendship uh-huh. is really not doing not- that shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't got to do that. I ain't doing yeah, that. I didn't included. find myself going off on quite a few friends because. And that's family included, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, man, family first, man. Okay. Most likely. Yeah. Like, and that's sad because it be, it's the family that tries to preach to us that family is all we have, family is all we have. But they be but the last people there for you. Be the fir- exactly the first ones to do you wrong, and the last yeah. ones to be there when you need them. Yeah. Like, that's the that's the top. That's what I'm trying to break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I want my child to definitely feel open enough to be like, um, shit. This dinner you cook tonight, that's not it. <laughs> I, I, I ain't feeling it. Cause I'm definitely about to crack at you. Like, well, you can go on and crack open this bowl of Captain Crunch, my boy. But like, right. you feel me? Other than that, I, like, you can definitely I have your own boundaries. Mm-hmm. My child will have boundaries. Yeah. If you come mm-hmm. around and my child say they don't want to hug you, I don't want to give you a high five. I don't want to say hi. Yeah. Nah, you gonna have to say hi. But right. you don't. Have, if you don't want them to touch you or you don't want to touch them, you don't have to. That's mm-hmm. fine. I don't care. Yeah. And I'm glad you touched on that. You feel yeah. me? Like, yeah. Kids that's... have, they got, they, they people too. Yeah. 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 It's I'm glad you touched on that for sure. And accept kids for being transgender, but we can't sit here and accept kids for having their own boundaries. You know, like, what? Right. Exactly. And unfortunately, like, I mean, the good thing is that we are learning this and trying to promote that because we probably grew up in households where we couldn't have boundaries. Because I know I grew up yeah. definitely yeah. didn't have boundaries. Most all of us Absolutely. Probably. <laughs> probably. And the biggest form was, you too young to have business. Like, right. 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 What do you mean? Until you out of my house. <laughs> like, like, actually, lady, I got a whole bunch of business that you don't even know about. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to hold a school selling Kool-Aid sugar packets. Nah. Right. That's a business. <laughs> nah. like you know but then it started getting when you start getting older 
and yeah. you start realizing that words hold power. Yeah. And yep. You just kind of find yourself in that. I don't even want to. I don't even want to go there mentally no more. I don't want to yeah. go right. I'm not yeah. going to waste my, my, I'm not going to do that. I'm but not going to waste that brain power with you. It's it's a lot harder, I can say, to keep your boundaries set when it comes to your family because they're your family. Exactly. And of, I think it's harder for me, but I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're okay. Um, like, it's, it's easier to fall into the pattern of feeling how you feel not expressing it they being how they being towards you and then you getting older and still having these feelings and now that you older you feel like okay i'm an adult now i can kind of communicate my words to you Mm -hmm. but they still think you're a child so now that you're voicing your opinion you seeing as being disrespectful right like Mm -hmm. um, or ungrateful Mm-hmm. No, I'm yeah. not. But then in the middle of that, you'll be, you'll find yourself kind of uh, uh, backing yourself into a corner, I guess. Just, you know, because of your family. And you don't, that's just, I don't want to do this. But see, look, yeah. and that you just brought up a point in my mind that, because I know a lot of parents probably did this. And if there's a parent that's listening, check it, check <laughs> it. And if it's a kid that's listening, I'm about to get on the parent. I'm about to. You feel me? <laughs> but parents don't understand that. Just like we said, that kids got boundaries. You feel me? Parents don't understand a lot of the times where, for one, they lack the empath- empathy mm-hmm. because they don't. My problem in the first grade was way different from your problems in the first grade back yeah. then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My grade of bullying, your grade of bullying was you getting swirlies. Our grade of bullying was us getting swirlies, us getting talked about, and then us going home and getting clowned online. Right? Mm-hmm. It was never mm-hmm. ending. Yeah. You feel mm-hmm. me? So that was a lot more stress to yeah. be added on. True. And so it's definitely the parents that try to. My grandma was a a, a, a big person like that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But she's not anymore. Thank God. But she was definitely a type of sweep it under the rug type of person. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I had a, um, like a self-harm relapse and ended up in the hospital that she really kind of finally got it. Like, nah, you need to talk to somebody, you know, mm-hmm. like, and <laughs> she, that was definitely a boundary that she pushed for herself. Yeah. Because. Yeah. My grandma is very, a very private woman. Private and private and private. Mm-hmm. Like okay. her biggest argument was, you know, they why you want people on the outside in our family mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah, have to be like because they they not clouded by the bullshit of the family. Yeah. Like they mm-hmm. got glasses on. Shit, like yeah. Yeah. you know. But yeah. I think I'm digressing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. But what I was saying was, parents, they need to understand that kids, I, I always felt like I was going to trip out if my kid ever told me no. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like I, I'd be damn near picking them up off the ground after they said no to me the first time. Mm-hmm. But then I sit here and, and I listen to other people parent their kid. And it, 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 it's simple stuff like, hey, can you go do this and this and this and this for me? Knowing that they uh, named a whole task for this child 
knowing the child really don't want to do it and knowing you're going to beat their ass if they say no. Why even ask me if I can do it? Just tell right. me how to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, it's a lot of self... It's kind of a mental... Uh, mental check. Yeah. That you got to, like... You got yeah, to put myself in everybody's shoes that I'm either talking about or talking to. Yeah. yeah. Like that. And that's how I've become such a empathetic, empathetic person mm-hmm. because yes. I really can like feel like where they, I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's yeah. something I can't explain, yeah. but yeah. definitely. Yes. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you because with that, like, our how our parents bring us up plays a part into our relationships as adults. So if our parents weren't allowing us to set boundaries, we have a hard time setting boundaries as an adult. Yeah. And if they weren't allowing us to, like, and it really starts with, like, allowing your child to say no without getting mad. But also, or our parents... Right. Say. And also, our parents don't understand gentle parenting. That's not something that mm-hmm. they grew up with because exactly. our grandparents weren't that way. Right. Like, like you said, like, your grandparents not the way that they used to be. My grandparent was the same way. Like, she was just kind of a sweep it under the rug and she was very prideful mm-hmm. and private. But now she's so much more open yeah. to things because I'm so different from what she ever imagined and exactly. ever saw. Exactly. And so with that, like, it really is important for parents to understand that the way you shape their understanding of life is how they grow up experiencing life or going about life. Yeah. So if you don't let them set boundaries with you, they never learn how to set it. If they don't learn how to express their emotions with you, they'll never learn how to do it. Yeah. And if you only use if you only use discipline like whoopings and stuff as a form of control over them, they will find uh, they will find that same type of abusive behavior in other relationships or in their life and think that it's okay. Yeah. Right. And so it, it's really important that parents understand that the way you shape their understanding of life, it goes for the rest of their life. Like after they're out of your household, after they're not under your roof. The way they live their life is based on what you taught them. Yeah. And it starts with really, really small stuff. And parents don't understand it, but they learn later because same, like, I was able to tell my mom, like, hey, mom, like, when I was growing up, you used to say and do this stuff. And, like, it messed me up because now I react to things like this. Like, I don't know how yeah. to accept when people do things for me because you used to say that when people do things for you, they'll throw it back in your face. So I grew up not letting people do stuff for me. Yeah. And I, talk, I was able to talk to her about that now as an adult. And she was like... I'm sorry that I taught you that because I grew up with people always giving me things and then throwing it back in my face. Mm-hmm. I, I raised she you on my you pain. What she knew. Right. She's like, I raised you on my pain. And I'm, a, I'm the oldest, so I'm, I was her first child and she had uh, Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I raised yeah, you, you on it. all of my yes. pain. And yeah. I'm like, I feel that. And so now I'm having to heal from almost like my own pain and my mom's pain yeah. that we had together. Yeah. And that's just how <laughs> it goes with that development. You got to make sure you there with that but of course you know young parents don't understand that and that's kind of where those relationships lie like when it comes to like our grandparents and their children and then our mom or our parents and us like those relationships are cyclic and generational and so what they learned is what they pass on Mm -hmm. exactly and so with stuff like as far as disciplining because i know i heard you say you know, uh, earlier you were talking about whoopings. And so yeah. I was definitely a kid that got my fair share of whoopings. But <laughs> I also got beatings. You feel me? Like, that? Uh-huh. it was completely different from whoopings. Mm. And so I I always was felt like I was going to raise my child the same way. Like, if you got out of line, you had to get a whooping. Like, but now that I've understood, like, uh, that. Now that I can understand that it's different ways of disciplining your kid, you feel me? Like, whether it be to take something away that they like 
You feel me? Or, but even then, you teaching them that taking something, take, I, I don't know, it's just, it's a, it's always a backlash lesson in everything that you're doing for your kid. So once I kind of put that out my head, this is where I got to. Right. If the problem is bad enough that you need a whooping, you definitely gonna get that whooping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if the problem is to the point where I can talk to you and get through to you, I'm definitely gonna talk to you and try to get through to you. Mm-hmm. But if it's a problem that I feel like you your own person, you can correct that yourself. Right. Even, it, it could be as little as, I don't like, you wanna bleach your hair? I ain't gonna let you bleach it, but I will let you spray paint it. You feel me? Like, yeah, right. to be able to express their own self is what's gonna tr- try to be that boundary break. Yeah. And that's the great that's the great thing about us new generation of parents because we knew what we we know what we grew up with and we're trying to change exactly. that narrative. So that's exactly. the great thing about us new generation parents. Exactly. Or like, wanting I to be the people parents. that I don't want to take my Xbox from my kid. I, I don't want to do that, but. I, we going somewhere every single weekend and you know yeah. we are so if you screw up in school this week you know you're not coming on this this little kickback right mm-hmm. you feel me like that's kickback not the kid going on kickback <laughs> it's gonna be a whole FTK movement like <laughs> man Hell that yeah. is too funny no, I feel that though, but that was that's perfect. Like I, I think boundaries are just such an important part of how we show up and how we how we let people show up for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, without those boundaries, everybody is just doing whatever the hell they feel like doing and, and not really seeing what people need and want. They're just assuming and just doing whatever the hell makes makes sense to them instead of like literally sitting down like, all right, these are my boundaries. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is the bottom line, and so where do we where do we have a balance at in that? How do we align with these boundaries? Yeah, and it's I mean boundaries can be a hard conversation. Don't get me wrong, because some they, people yeah. just never when you don't grow up with boundaries, setting boundaries seems like an attack on you. Yeah, when people when people are like, "Can you stop doing that?" or "I'm not really yeah. doing that," I want to bypass yeah. that or can I talk about this later or right now I'm not in the space to really engage with you in this way like mm-hmm. boundaries that are so like felt with love but they seem like an attack to people who have never experienced boundaries or have been through neglect and abandonment <laughs> and they're like okay it seems like this person is rejecting me and all I want is like <coughs> or um, for them to understand me or to just see me and so you know, just the way people operate and boundaries too matters because you can set a boundary, but how are you setting that boundary? How are you delivering that boundary? How are you standing firm on that boundary? Yeah. So it's, so yeah. it's a give and take with boundaries. Yeah, it's definitely a give and take. That's most definitely something that I'm <laughs> working on <laughs> currently. That's what I was just about to say. We uh, just talked about that. <laughs> she, I'm real passive aggressive. When I'm okay. irritated. Oh, girl, we cancers. You already know that's yeah. how we are. <laughs> so, when I'm mad, I feel like, especially because of how connected me and, me and baby are, like, I just feel like at that point, I don't got to say it to you. You know what you did to you. know you just pissed me off. You know, so I, I just know you. Yeah, I it's so annoying why. when they don't know you. They pissed you off. You're like, why don't you know? You know? <laughs> and it's just like, how do I know? Like what? It's so fun. Oh, oh, oh! So the funny thing is that Chelsea is also an Aquarius, so it's a Cancer, oh, Cancer, wow, Aquarius, wow. Aquarius thing right now. 
Yeah, she's Nicole. Yeah, yeah. So the girl that talks to us, she's talking right now. She's a cancer. Okay. Right. And so we're talking about being passive aggressive, and that's how cancers are generally because we don't like to because we can be really aggressive, so it often turns into we be passive aggressive. And see, I'm not with the passive aggressive. Right, right, right. And I'm very confrontative. Confrontative, confrontational, whatever. I'm very confrontational. Like, if it, if there's a problem, I would rather you just tell me to my face. Don't sit around and right, try to lollygag and try to tell. Like, just tell say me what you need to say. And see, and see, that's where we're the same like, because God. I don't like I don't like confrontation, but I will confront people. I'm not afraid of confrontation because for me, my life motto is we can fight about it. So that, <laughs> for me, I don't care about confrontation. So we that's we're the thing that I'm most that. definitely working yeah. on. Yeah, is confronting people when I'm uncomfortable. You should take a public relations class in a speech class or a speech class. <laughs> I think that. Or works. even even taking a psychology class, low key, because when you understand the psychology of how people respond and understand things, it changes the way you approach conversations completely. Yeah. I love psychology. Same, me too. But when I'm I'm when I'm passive, I I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you that I'm annoyed. Um, yeah. you, you kind of should know I'm a I know you're, but that's never the issue. It's always why. Why you know? Yeah, that I was just about to say the problem and, is I've noticed about annoyed, myself too why. is that I won't say the why. I'll show that I'm annoyed, but I won't yeah. give the and reason so why. Not the thing people just know. Getting on that, but yeah, yeah I be having to be mindful of that. Too. Like, nope, they don't know. It's, <laughs> nope, they do right. not know. Only I know. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes I have to. That's what I'm saying. I'm learning because now I take a little step back and I be like, she don't know why. <laughs> she don't know what the fuck she did for real. <clears throat> and then so I just take a little, I just take a little breath and I just be like, okay, piss me off when you did this. And right, and that's another boundary that we talked about, like. I've, t- I've openly told her multiple times, like, baby, if you feel like I'm pushing you to the point where you don't want, you, you really don't want to talk about it at that point, or you really just trying to gather yourself to figure out how you feel about it, you feel me? Let me know. Like, you don't have to oh, tell I me. I love it. Yeah, just you guys are like, baby, me give me a minute. Sure. Like, yeah, it's, it's give me a minute. Sure. I don't care if you say it. upset. I don't, right. Like, you can scream at me, but as long as you let me know, just give you a minute. I have no choice but to give you a minute. Yeah. yeah, see, that's great because I think Aquarius and Cancer are perfect together because of the way we balance out. Like, because y'all sound very similar to me and her. Because when I'm like, when I'm like high strung, she's like, okay, let's let's find our center. And same with her, when she's high strung, I'm like, all right, let's bring it down and find our center. Like, yeah. So I think we balance each other out. So that's perfect. I think that's so cute that we're like same same. Wow. It's both most definitely but it I, I can't say it's a little challenging just because she yeah. she got ADHD so yeah well I, and so that's that's what we're opposite because me and me and Chelsea think that we both have ADHD we haven't been able to go get it tested but we have the very like it's very similar to how my brother actually has been diagnosed with ADHD and I'm like dang could I like and then like her it's just similar so I think that might be where we also like mesh together because we'd be noticing our ADHD together like ooh we just were both doing multiple tasks at the same time and none of them got done <laughs> yeah. right sometimes because be doing a whole bunch of nothing I'm, I'm right I'm used to seeing progress when I do stuff so when I don't see stuff done that bothers me as long as I'm moving I'm happy and so I feel I like I'm being progressive I don't I know but like that sometimes like you I don't know you can you can move all you want but it's what you're doing you when you're moving off. 
We, we got it's just the fact off. that all, all the tasks that are in my queue be halfway done, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> damn, but, I got through, I got halfway through everything. We're about to get cut off here <laughs> yeah. in a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we're going to edit everything, and we're going to catch y'all next time. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good Peace. night. You too. Peace. <laughs>